Welcome back to the Hitting Rock Metal podcast. I'm your host, Sally Holder. And today we're going to talk about how to eliminate half your workload. Because the fact is, working more does not, does not mean that you get more results. We've got to stop tricking ourselves into doing more and believing that doing these redundant, low-value tasks, even though they make us feel productive, that they are going to move the needle on our business because they don't. But oftentimes, they make up the bulk of our to-do list. So how can we make sure that they get done, but also that we are freeing up the space so that we can actually move the needle in our business? Well, if you are worried about that and you need help in this area, this episode is perfect for you. I'm going to give you all of the ins and outs of exactly how to automate, eliminate, and delegate whatever it is that you need off that to-do list so that you are freed up to accomplish more of those needle-moving activities. So without further ado, let's get started making your business just a little bit better. Have you ever gotten to the end of the workday and you're sitting there looking at your to-do list thinking, I checked a bunch of things off, but I'm not really sure I made any money. Well, after today's episode, that is going to stop because you are going to figure out how to accomplish more in less time by being able to automate, eliminate, and delegate more of those items on the to-do list. Because we all do it, right? We take two hours to sit there and organize the list and to, you know, make sure that Everything is written out that we can possibly think of. And, you know, then we never actually get to accomplishing much off the list. I mean, we're doing those things that take five minutes here and five minutes there and thinking that if we just get these things done, then, then we will get to that higher value, higher return task that you've likely been putting off. But the fact of the matter is the end of the workday comes and you never get to that high value task. Instead, from now on, we have got to start focusing on effectiveness over just kind of being efficient because it's no good being efficient in tasks that aren't effectively driving the results in your business. Yeah, you might have heard of someone out there that, you know, have done these small tasks and suddenly they ended up in some position and they have no idea how they got there and that they've had some massive success without having to put in the time to figure out building systems and processes and strategies so that they could increase their success. But the fact of the matter is those people who hit that luck of the draw on their first attempt, which frankly is less than 1% of all business owners. Well, they can't replicate that success. They can't do it again because they aren't really even sure how they got there, right? They wouldn't be able to, you know, teach the luck because 
They have no idea what tactics and strategies took them to that place. Instead, I want you to understand exactly how you can optimize your work by building systems to improve your productivity. And one of the best places to be able to start is with the following four steps. The first is learning how to eliminate the unnecessary work. The second is simplifying your processes. The third is implementing automation into your business. And the fourth is the art of delegation. And honestly, it's mastering these skills that will allow you to work on what matters and move the needle in massive ways in your business. You know, I love how Tim Ferriss in his book, The 4-Hour Workweek said, never automate something that can be eliminated and never delegate something that can be automated or streamlined. Otherwise, you waste someone else's time instead of your own, which now wastes your hard-earned cash. How's that for incentive to be effective and efficient? So what we're going to do in this episode today is dive in to these specific areas, these four things that are going to help you really be able to move the needle by automating, eliminating, and delegating everything on that to-do list. The process looks a little bit like this. First, if you don't need to actually do a task and it doesn't demonstrate any meaningful value, then you're going to eliminate it altogether. Of course, it's not just that simple. We'll go into far more detail in a minute. But then if you can't eliminate a task off your list, but you can find a way to automate all or part of it, then I'm going to show you how to do that. And then finally, if a task is necessary and you couldn't automate it, there likely is someone on your team that you can delegate it to. And no, I can already hear you saying it through your car speakerphone. (laughs) They may not do it as well as you do. And that's just fine. We've got to be able to get over that in order to scale our business, right? In order for you to reach new heights and go where you want to go, you can no longer have your finger on absolutely every single aspect of your business. And that's going to be just fine. You know, I'll go back to that example that I used in my time management podcast, which is, again, Oprah and Beyonce likely don't have their finger on absolutely every aspect of their business, and they're doing just fine. So can you. But arguably, you'll never get to their position until you learn to implement these steps. So this is a concept that you can absolutely benefit from. And frankly, these days, it is easier than ever to start a business. So, you know, many people end up feeling like, you know, they need to do every single aspect of their business in order for it to thrive. And I get that. I felt the exact same way when I started my business. I was so much more concerned about generating revenue than I was about trying to make sure that I automated something along the way. So if you don't have any of these things in place today, don't worry about it. It's fine. 
but I still want you to learn about their existence because there will come a time where you will be looking to take on more than you can possibly handle. And this will be the answer to your prayers. So if you have been, on the other hand, building a business for a while, it is important to think about how are you going to best scale it. And being able to scale your business, being able to take on more customers, means that you have to be able to quickly adapt to new technology, since more and more business growth is really honestly fueled by it. And adapting to these new technologies is honestly becoming more and more of a important characteristic of building big, bigger businesses. It's also becoming really one of the most sought after attributes of employees as well. And that is because they can help you implement some of these critical tools that are going to help you eliminate, automate, and delegate tasks off that list. So again, let's first start with the area that is going to give you likely the most amount of satisfaction, and that is elimination. So the first question that I always challenge people to answer is, When you are looking at your to-do list, the list of everything that you have dumped out of your brain, I want you to ask yourself this first question. Does this task need to be done? And then the second question is, does it help me to get where I want to go? As you can imagine, what I find, especially with entrepreneurs, is they have incorporated a lot of items on their to-do list that involve things that other people told them they should do. Or maybe it involves a lot of things that maybe their customer just says that they have to do. But frankly, that's just not true. So when you go through your to-do list, answer these questions first. Does this task need to be done? And does it help me to get where I want to go? If the answer is yes, then we can keep going in the process. If the answer is no to either of those, then you've got your answer. Don't do it. We can eliminate it from your to-do list. See, this first part of this system of automate, eliminate, delegate, and really it should be eliminate, (laughs) automate, delegate, but neither here nor there. See, the first part of the system is to work out the importance of your day-to-day tasks so that you're finding anything that you're currently doing that isn't actually necessary or that you're just simply doing out of habit despite the fact that it really doesn't have any meaningful result. I know that I've worked to eliminate so many different things in on my to-do list. You know, things like email conversations and, you know, items that otherwise could be eliminated just by using a tool like Asana that we've talked about on the podcast before or any other project management tool, you know, Trello, ClickUp, any of them can help eliminate some of the day-to-day email conversations simply by adding items to someone else's to-do list using one of those project management tools. Another example might be 
following other users on Twitter and you feel like you're getting some followers back, but it's not moving your bottom line, well, the same might be true of your marketing tactics you're trying right now. They just don't seem to be working. And yet you're holding on to doing these particular actions, right? These items on your to-do list just to see if anything changes. But frankly, you know, you could change something and be able to eliminate all of it off of your to-do list. You think about it if you were kind of an e-commerce store owner who ships out, you know, other products for people, right? Some sort of drop shipping um, owner of a commerce website. And you could decide to use something like Amazon Fulfillment to take over the storage and shipping of the products instead of constantly having that on your to-do list. Then you can look at tasks for things like projects you're working on or other clients and see if there is any other fat that you can cut from that list as well. Don't be afraid of making bold changes. It is your ability to continue to iterate along the way as an entrepreneur that is really honestly going to help you stay relevant and in the many, many years to come. Okay. Now, the second part is a little addition to this process, and that is simplify, right? Because some processes that we do have along the way is that, you know, they may have hundreds of little micro steps and tasks. And this stage really is about helping to clean up those micro processes and tasks. You know, and you can do this by asking this one question. Can this task be simplified? If yes, then simplify it. If not, then clearly you can move on to the next stage. But I bet very often there is a way for you to be able to cut out a step or two in the process to simplify the way that you are accomplishing the very same task. The best place to start when simplifying is to list out your processes. Again, like you were kind of working on your to-do list. But this time, you want to include all of kind of the smaller moving parts under each main process. And then you're kind of getting a holistic view of what each step and each process requires along the way. And then you can look at it and say, okay, now that I'm looking at the finer details, are there, again, tasks that can be simplified? Are there things that we can eliminate in order to simplify this overall procedure? And make sure you go through this process, right? We want to make sure that we look at all of our SOPs, right, our standard operating procedures, and make sure that we've simplified them in as many possible ways as we can. I strongly recommend that all businesses create these SOPs as soon as you possibly can. Because this standard operating procedure, right, that you're using over and over again, makes it easier on yourself. And it makes it easier to onboard people and eventually delegate these responsibilities to them too. So, Make sure as you're looking at your to-do list, are there things that you do if you have not yet created an SOP for it? Are there things that you know is a general process, a general flow of exactly how things need to go? 
Well, go ahead and make that a clear process. Is there a clear process for how you bring on new clients? Is there a clear process for how you offboard clients when they're finished with your projects or you are finished with the design of their home? How do you follow up with them? Right? Make sure that all of these are written out in a particular standard operating procedure. And then you will be able to understand, okay, are there ways to make this even easier next time? So anything you're doing on a routine basis, right? you want to make sure that you evaluate with this lens of simplicity. And of course, not just creating a to-do list in Asana is applicable. You actually can create an entire SOP in there as well so that you know all of the subtasks and the smaller moving parts underneath every single larger task. And so it can be used for many, many different things. And one of the things that I love the most is being able to create these processes so that you know exactly how you do business and you can always be in your own process of eliminating any tasks that aren't necessary and again, simplifying anything that's just, frankly, overly complicated and taking too much time. Then after I have created an SOP for something, whenever I need to work through that process, say, like I said for a moment ago, a new client or, you know, I am finishing up a project with a client, I can absolutely duplicate the exact tasks that I performed for that client and be able to utilize them moving forward on a relevant project for another client. I've cut the amount of time in half and it's also at that point something that I would probably in the future be able to assign to someone else because I've already gone through the process once. I've written it out and I've made sure to eliminate anything unnecessary and simplified any part of the process that needs simplification. So if every part of the process is simplified and everything now that you are looking at in your standard operating procedure, or let's just say your list of what you do with each part of the process, if everything is required, right, that's okay. But just make sure, again, if you have any steps that can be performed more efficiently later on and you have the realization then you should go back and walk through this process again of eliminating and simplifying any part of the process. You know, one thing that made um, a big impact for me and just another example to give you is, you know, when I set up my new website, you know, I'm generally um, going to make sure that I include certain links, right, as a starting point in that website. All the links to my various products, all of the links to the various thank you pages, the checkout pages, etc. And so as I am prepping for my website, I want to make sure that all of that information is readily available. So I made it part of my process that each and every time a new link to a new product is created, that it is always saved in the exact same place so that instead of every time I want to be able to share a link, I have to go back through Kartra to be able to access it. 
I have all of those saved in one location for me. So instead, my process doesn't involve a ton of steps. I have all of it, you know, set up for me, ready to use when I begin any new project with a client. I have access to all of the products and services readily available. And all of that ends up saving me a remarkable amount of time looking for information that is readily available. You know, you'd be surprised. Statistics say that your average employee spends about 20 hours a month, right? That's almost a full week's worth of work. 20 hours a month looking for information that they already have potentially sitting in their inbox or has already been provided to them on one occasion. So I'm sure you're not surprised by that statistic if you have people on your team and that you don't have processes that are set up yet. You likely have been needing to repeat information to them over and over and over again. And that is because there is not yet a simple way for them to be able to access it. So again, part of simplifying, you know, also means setting up a bit of a layer of what will later be, you know, a we will later be able to delegate, but setting up, you know, that layer of information so that we can begin to automate and later delegate that information to someone else. So again, it's so valuable to do this because these are the steps that are going to give you your time back. And then we can invest more of that exact same time that was just dedicated to busy work instead of to revenue growth right? We can move it to work that can be done for actual customers and maybe even, dare I say, time off (laughs) so that it can improve your lifestyle, right? Because we have to have our lifestyle and our income needs met in order for us to feel that true feeling of fulfillment. So elimination and simplification are two fantastic ways for you to be able to create a better lifestyle. Listeners, I have the tool for you. It is called Kartra. If you run an online business, you are going to want this tool in your life. Trust me. It is an online account management system that will save your life. No more duct taping various products together. See, your online business requires a bunch of different solutions that oftentimes have to be duct taped together. They lead to frustrating results, meaning you don't have a checkout page that adds customers to your mailing list or your help desk portal doesn't connect with your contacts database or your membership site doesn't work really well or even issue refunds or payments. It's all utterly frustrating and frankly, a huge waste of time until now. All of the individual sections of Kartra are woven together so seamlessly, they talk to each other without ever having to configure any integration on your own. As a result, you are going to be able to track your customers and their interactions with all of your different solutions in one place. Doesn't that sound a little too good to be true? Well, it's not. 
Make sure that you get the link in my show notes to access Kartra with 14 days for free on me. So again, access Kartra 14 days for free on me with the link in my show notes. And you can come back and thank me later. Listeners, do you ever hear the phrase goal setting and want to groan a little bit? I bet you're even rolling your eyes hearing me say that phrase, aren't you? Probably because at face value, goal setting can seem daunting, boring, and even overwhelming. I mean, where do you start? How do you make them actually happen? I bet the ideas are already swirling around in your head right now, aren't they? Well, don't worry, I've got you. Goal setting doesn't have to be hard or something you dread doing once a year. You can and will with my brand new goal getting course come to love goal setting. Why? Because I'm going to show you all of my secrets for not just setting goals, but reaching them. These are the secrets that have helped me go from writing down lofty plans that I tucked away and never looked at again to achieving monumental goals like writing a best-selling book and building a seven-figure business from scratch. Are you ready? I hope so. Because the goal-getting course is waiting for you. All you have to do is either head to my new website, growwiththebrim.com. That's growwiththebrim, B-R-I-M-M.com, or head to the link in the show notes and get access to the best goal-getting course out there. Okay. Now, once you have done all of the elimination and simplification of all of the items on your to-do list, we get to have a little fun. And yes, it is a little crazy (laughs) that I find this fun, but it really excites me to think about what you are capable of automating in your business today. So I am excited to be able to share all of these incredible tools with you. So how do we start the process of automation? Again, we ask some of our critical questions. We look at our to-do list now and we ask, can this task be automated? If the answer is yes, then we automate it. If the answer is no, then you can move on to delegating it. So again, you may want to begin by advocate. Sorry. You want to make note? (laughs) Okay. So you may want to begin by looking at your list and thinking of various areas of opportunity in your business for automation. What I like to do is I like to think of what takes up the bulk of the day, right? Is it work on marketing? Is it work on emails? Is it work on social media? What are the larger bullet points and what aspects of that can be automated? Now, let's think about social media, for example. You know, there are some aspects of it that can be automated. I don't necessarily advocate for social media to be 100% automated because, you know, sometimes it then can lack authenticity or it becomes difficult for you to to be able to interact with or engage with the people who are commenting on your feed. But again, 
there is a wonderful way for you to be able to automate part of the process. Now, one of the tools that I use to automate that for myself is called Plan, P-L-A-N-N. Very often I hear people rave about another tool, but I've never personally used it myself, but it is called Planoly, P-L-A-N-O-L-Y. Both of those are fantastic tools for you to automate certain aspects of your social media to be able to free up some time. You know, one of the best things about automating too is the fact that you typically can create the content, which takes up a bulk of time in today's day and age, you can create the content while you're very focused on that one thing, meaning that you can batch work the content one time and be able to put it into a technology tool like Plan or Planoly so that you don't have to keep coming back to perform that same exact task on a daily basis. Now, other things that you can automate these days include things like Email automation. Now, automating email marketing just absolutely makes me so happy. There are so many incredible tools out there. Of course, I've shared with you guys that I have a preference for Kartra. It is an incredible tool and make sure that you go to the show notes to use the link that I provide you because I can give you access to a free 14-day trial for Kartra but it has the combination of the ability to automate your emails for sequences. You can absolutely automate newsletters and any type of communication with your customer for extended periods of time. Again, this allows you the freedom that if you batch work by being able to create several newsletters, several emails, you know, um, one part of your process completely done, Again, the goal is to get to the point where you have all of that information, right, automatically going to your customer on an automated system, and that that absolutely can free up a significant amount of time for you. For example, um, with the Revenue Roadmap, one thing that I do have automated is that at the beginning of the Revenue Roadmap, when someone joins, they will automatically be given an email that has all of the information on exactly how to get started. Setting up a one-on-one call with me is automated. Um, giving them the information and access to the workbook, which is nearly 100 pages of incredible content. Hint, hint. Um, That is automated. And so I really leverage the tool of automation to make sure that, you know, I give my clients all of the incredible information that they need, but that I do so in a way that works for myself and my business. Now, Other things that can be automated, again, can be things like CRMs, right, which is a customer relationship management tool, right? There are incredible tools out there, everything from HubSpot to Salesforce um, to, you know, even Kartra can serve somewhat as a smaller version of a CRM. And you can use these tools to be able to keep your clients up to date. You can use them so that they can bulk send personalized emails to follow up with them after they have come into your uh, system and contacted you once. So 
it is critical that you understand that all of these things that you are receiving are not generally, once the person has reached a certain level of success, they generally are not coming from that individual on that day. It would be impossible to keep up. So I want you to envision that actually, as the more you earn and the more you grow your business, very often, the easier it can become the more likely you are to be able to automate certain aspects of it. You know, I get so frustrated when, you know, female entrepreneurs will talk to me about, yes, I would love to have a seven-figure business, but that would take me to, you know, away from my family, or I would never be able to keep up because I can barely keep up with my six-figure business as it is. And what I want them to know is as you scale, it actually gets easier, right? You are going to be able to afford to implement some of these things so that you can make your life a lot freer. Now, another thing, I kind of mentioned it a second ago about booking a call, but you know, booking forms these days or coordination of calendars can be automated. You know, when someone submits a form for, say, a coaching call with me, um, we can have it automatically respond from a tool like Calendly so that they get a thank you um, email automatically sent to them with exactly customized as I would like to say it. And then it also includes a very specific link for them to book a an appointment with me so that they can potentially talk about next steps. So that link that is sent is also automated because I no longer have to send it. I can set aside very specific rules within Calendly so that it can make sure that, you know, no one books at a time where I'm unavailable. So having the emails automated, my calendar automated, my communication with my customers as soon as they come into you know, my sales funnel is automated. Obviously, there are many other things, you know, that you can automate in terms of, you know, e-commerce. You could use, you know, all kinds of follow-up automations. You can use retargeting, you know, as ways to promote and sell related products that they may have expressed a, an interest in earlier on your website all of these things, again, are at your fingertips when you are thinking about how to be able to scale your business. And again, I very often find that it is simply the female entrepreneur who is barely keeping her head above water that so desperately needs to take the time out to spend you know, a day just eliminating, simplifying, writing out our processes, and automating a portion of it. And it is this that can wildly change, right? Their revenue growth and even, heck, how much they love their business. Because when you're capable of doing these things, you are going to stop having to do the same tasks over and over again, which I would imagine as you, the creative entrepreneur, you find very dull and boring. <laughs> I would imagine that you most likely are looking for ways to make that portion of your business easier. And this is exactly how you do it. You also can automate something like 
employee or client onboarding. We kind of mentioned that a little bit before, but that can easily be done with the creation of a simple survey or form, or even the creation of one welcome video that can be provided to the customer as soon as they sign on with you. And it can just simply be one email with one video that you create that is automatically sent. It doesn't necessarily have to be something that is customized every single time. Your customers will still love you. Trust me, I would not ever be suggesting something that would at all damage your relationship with your customer. It is the ease in which they feel like they can begin to do business with you and the quick nature in which they begin to receive, you know, confirmation emails and receipts and next steps that you it would be impossible for you to be able to send immediately that can actually provide a better customer experience for them despite the fact that they know it's automated. So it shows a level of sophistication in your business and it allows them to immediately get excited about moving forward because it's still part of the first impression. And so again, have fun with the fact that these automation techniques can not only allow you to free up time, but it also can increase your customer relationships. Now, obviously, some of them are going to need a bit of testing, right? And figuring out which ones serve you and which ones you feel like just do not work with either your personality, right, or the tasks that you have on your to-do list. But still, give it a chance. Try several. Please don't just simply try one and consider automation something that's not for you, right? It also has so much functionality today to be able to insert people's first names, their last names, and all kinds of individual references to make someone feel, right, that special touch in there as well. So give automation a chance, and I promise once you begin to do it and you enjoy the revenue benefits, but also the freedom that comes with it, you are never going to look back. Okay, now the fourth part that I am going to suggest is delegation. Again, close second behind automation as my favorite thing. Now, what question do you ask to determine if you can delegate something off of your to-do list? You simply ask, can this task be delegated? And one other question I typically like to ask is, does this require my specific talent or attention. I always tell my customers, you know, my clients that I work with that I'm coaching, you know, if it doesn't require your specific talent or expertise, then it absolutely can be delegated and done by someone else. You would be shocked at certain aspects of your business that can be delegated. The fact is that we want to save you as the business owner, as the asset. We want to save you the space to be able to remain creative. We want to save you the space so that you can have and enjoy some of the freedom that you've worked so hard to be able to create. 
You know, and I know that very often as entrepreneurs, you have heard the old adage that, you know, if you're going to ask someone else to be doing something, you have to be willing to do it too. Well, you know what, guys, I just call that a bunch of crap today, right? Yes. Do you need to be willing to pitch in and do it every once in a while? Sure, right? Do you need to occasionally see that the trash needs to be taken out and be willing to go that extra mile? Absolutely. But is that something that you ought to be doing on a daily basis, right, in order to move the needle on your business? Heck no. No way. It's not. That is not something that requires your specific talent. And just because you can doesn't mean you should. So again, you need to identify what are the needle movers for you? What drives revenue? Because as soon as you take your eye off the ball of those needle movers, guess what? There's no one looking at them, right? That's on you. And you're likely the only person paying attention to the things in your business, right, that are high level, that are really going to attract the customer base and ensure that you have the growth, right, and the vision for what's ahead. No one else can do that but you. So stop wasting your time taking out the trash. Stop wasting your time feeling guilty that you see one person, right, having to load the dishwasher, right? Because at the end of the day, I want you to know that you've sacrificed time and tears. You have sacrificed a lot of energy. And you likely put a lot on the line as well. You took a lot of risk, both financially, emotionally, to get where you are to create the business that supports these other individuals. So fundamentally, you've earned the right to be able to take a day off. You've earned the right to focus on the high-level things that matter. And if you want, take a moment in your you know, weekly meeting with your staff and let them know why you are now focused on these high-level activities. Let them know the benefit that they will receive if you, in fact, delegate more of your list to them. They can get involved with this process as well and help hold you accountable to continuing to delegate because ultimately they want the revenue of the company to continue to increase because what does that do for them? It creates more opportunities for them. It creates more opportunities for promotions. It creates more opportunities for increased skill sets and, you know, uh, raises, all kinds of different things to work with new clients. Anything and everything that they want is all directed out of your willingness and ability to focus on the vision and the growth of the company. So it is to their detriment that you spend the bulk of your time doing the menial tasks simply to show them that you can remain active and in the nitty gritty. So don't get caught up in that old myth and that old belief. It's just not true. Make sure that you hire people that can support you, that can take on the responsibility of the things that you have been doing. So when you're thinking about, okay, I want to delegate to someone else, I want you to ask yourself who would be capable of handling this task. 
if the answer is I don't have anyone on staff, then you might need to take a look at your team and determine whether or not the right people are on your bus at this point. I'm sure we'll talk about that in another episode. But at the end of the day, if they aren't capable of performing the tasks that you need done now, they may not be the right people. So make sure that you have the support to take these items off your plate. And if you currently don't take the time to shake things up, take things, take the time to find the right person who can give you the right support so that you can achieve your potential. It's why you started the company in the first place. So get to work and let's stop doing work that doesn't matter and allow you to have the massive impact you came here to have. You know, I know that these steps, I personally have experienced how these four things, eliminate, simplify, automate, and delegate can transform a business. And I would go so far as to say it's almost impossible to go from six to seven figures without becoming a master at these four things. So if you're not yet using them as part of your weekly plan that you set out for your business on Sunday night, like I always recommend, then I want you to try. Just give it a shot this week and begin to look at how you can adopt this philosophy of elimination, simplification, automation, and delegation, and see if it has an impact on the growth of your revenue, the growth of your business, and ultimately then the growth of your impact. I can't wait to be able to hear how this episode has helped make your business a little bit better. Thank you again for joining me today on the Hitting Rock and Roll podcast. I'm your host, Sally Holder. Have a wonderful day. And I can't wait to hear about your business getting just a little bit better. 